I don't know what is happening to me. All I know is that it is happening. Tonight on The CW. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? It's the incredible new series from Ava DuVernay. You have power I have never felt before. This is real, whether you believe it or not. I just want to be normal. You're not normal. You, Naomi McDuffie, are exceptional. Naomi, the can't-miss series premiere tonight on The CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50, Washington CW. You are listening to an exclusive on PodHub Network. Your city, your podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Back to the Bird, presented by the PodHub Network. My guest today is from Pittsburgh, PA, and I'm sure you recognize her from multiple places. She's a co-host of Pittsburgh Today Live on KDKA, as well as the in-arena host of the Pittsburgh Penguins at PPG Paints Arena. Please welcome Selena Pompiani. Selena, thank you for joining the podcast. I really appreciate it. Hello! Oh my gosh, Cody. Thank you for having me. I feel honored. Yeah, I mean, you're somebody that, you know, I've I've seen you grow from being the in-arena host at PPG Paints Arena to now you're on Pittsburgh Today Live. Just seeing your growth in so quickly is just awesome. Oh, thank you. I mean, it, it's been a great journey so far. Um, the Penguins, well, they've really have given me so many opportunities. And they're definitely part of the reason why KDKA was interested in me from seeing, you know, the following that they have and, and the young audience the Penguins have. So they really opened so many doors for me. And really led me to where I am now and I miss it I miss hockey Cody I miss being in that arena I miss it too I think we all miss being in the arena (laughs) I know I can't believe it's been since the first week of March that I've been in there I just I can't wait until things are normal and when I could be around fans again it's the best yeah absolutely so let's talk about uh your upbringing obviously everybody knows your dad your dad's an awesome man himself, Bob Pompiani. What was it like growing up in a household where, like, kind of TV and the news, like, took over the household? What was that like? <laughs> well, it, it really did. And I have one older sister, Chelsea. Yeah. She's three years older than me. And when we were little, we would always have the TV on, and my mom would always have KDKA on, and we would watch my dad every night. And we always like said ever since we saw him we want to be like daddy we want to do what he does only because he is so much fun and he looks like he's having fun too so we just really got used to it from you know I remember even as young as three just sitting there and watching him so I feel like it just became routine and I mean we still do every night of course (laughs) we always watch him but he really inspired me he was the one that said okay this is what I want to do um, but I always say, even if he wasn't in broadcasting, I would have found my way there. Oh, that's awesome. So like, when did you start finding yourself, you know, actually trying to attain that career goal of being in the news? Like when was your first, I don't know, news report or first time you were on camera? What, what was the journey like from an early stage? Well, I, so KDKA had a show, it aired every December they need to bring it back it was called for kids sake and it was all of the reporters and anchors their kids would do this hour special that aired on KDKA and we would get to interview anybody we wanted to and like put together a real story and so 
I think my first one, I was really little, maybe four or five. We interviewed, um, where were, I can't even remember the name. I, I would have to go back and into the tapes and deep into our basement at home. But we, it, we, I know I went horseback riding. I interviewed, we did like, it was like a whole segment about pets and outdoor activities and my sister and I were we took horseback riding lessons so we were really into that at the time and that was the the first time I was ever really on camera I guess as a four-year-old reporting (laughs) and my of course my dad put the story together for us and he just had us read and you know do everything on camera but that was my really first time ever and I loved it since then and every year we got to do a different story and my very last for kids sake show was with Sidney Crosby and that was the best wow, so, that's awesome. it was so cool and, and that's when I really was like oh I, I love this I want to do this nice nice so uh <laughs> outside of high school I, I went on your LinkedIn I saw some of the stuff that you did you and your sister had yourselves a radio show at Point Park University. What was it like to be able to do um, the news and like do media with your sister? Like, obviously, it's been in the family, but I, just how special is it to be able to do that with family? It was really special. Yeah, it was on WPPJ, which is Point Park's um, radio network. And what did we call it? I think it was just like the Pompiani sisters. Yeah, I think it was. I can check it out right here. <laughs> you have it. Yeah, I don't think it was anything special. Yep, yeah, the Pompiani sisters. <laughs> well, we had a ton of fun with that. And that, my dad always said at when we were at Point Park, he was like, you have to get into radio, do work at WPPJ because if you just continue to talk and learn how to talk nonstop, like that will really help you in broadcasting. So we did, I think it was every Monday, it may have been two hours and we would, I think our focus was more pop culture entertainment, but we kind of talked about everything. And then we had a podcast called Pomp and Ain't Easy. And (laughs) (laughs) we stole that from my dad. That's my dad's nickname. (laughs) But we had that. I want to say we started it in 2015 and it never really disappeared, but we just stopped making episodes a few years ago. We should bring it back because it's cool to work together. Yeah. I mean, Hey, pop podcasting's everywhere nowadays. So <laughs> I know look at you. Yeah. I mean, Hey, it's fun. And to your point of uh, like your dad, the point your dad made of getting on radio and just constantly talking it's helped me immensely too, because originally I went to school for digital media. I just wanted to, you know, edit and be behind the camera. And then I had to take a radio class and it was, you had to have a radio show. And just talking on the microphone is like, it's boosted my confidence both in the studio and in real life. And it's like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's awesome the way that just being in this profession can affect your own life. Oh, it's so true. It really, I always say doing radio in college and then traffic in the morning, because that's all ad lib. That really has taught me (laughs) a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now let's, let's get into that. Um, I saw, obviously I was looking at your LinkedIn and you had, what was it? An internship with KDKA. Did that kind of get the foot in the door other than your dad working there? But (laughs) did that kind of 
get them to be like, all right, we're going to keep an eye on her. Let's see if we can pick her up in the future. I think so. That's what I was hoping. Um, I had a great time interning in the news department at KDKA, and I put together a really nice demo reel when I went out on, you know, on stories with reporters or if I had time to practice anchoring. So I put together a really nice resume reel, and I had that to, to show to the news director at the time and general manager. And I even when the internship was over, I would always keep in touch with them and email them and send them my updated reels and any work I wanted advice on. So I think I, I tried to just keep that connection going. And that certainly helped for sure, I think. Yes, that and, of course, my dad's connection. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey. You, you've definitely earned your way. I can say that by just looking at you, <laughs> doing research on you. Anybody who says, oh, she has a job because of her dad, they can go kick rocks because you're a hard worker. I, I've seen it. <laughs> Thank <first>. you. <laughs> well, you, it's funny. A lot of people say that to me, but it really it does not bother me. Like, I've always, it was my dream to be like him. So I've done everything I feel like so far that I could to get there and, and to get the opportunity, even though we don't work together, we're totally opposite shifts, <laughs> but it's still cool. <laughs> so that's something that you get a lot is that they're like, oh, your dad got you here. Do you get that a lot? Oh, yeah. Uh, mostly on, on Twitter. Yep. The Twitter messages, they, they can be brutal. Oh, man. I mean, I love Twitter. That's my home, but I, I understand there's a lot of mean people. Out yeah. There. I love it too. It's where I get all my news. I love tweeting, but yeah, the the comments on Twitter seem to be the worst. But I I don't let it bother me anymore. I, it's I'm proud to say that, you know. And and I I think people maybe they think when they say that to me that you know it'll offend me or make me realize like oh that is true. I would I would be dumb if I said it wasn't true. Of course, you know that's. That's a huge part of why they were interested in me. The connection's cool, you know? But I always say, if I couldn't do the job, you know, I wouldn't have lasted. I, I really, I love what I do and I do work really hard. So I think you just got to prove it to people. Yes, I 100% agree. Just got to prove it. And that's what you've done, I think. Mm -hmm. Now let's get into <laughs> Thanks, you. Cody. <laughs> no, no problem. <laughs> So you, your first job was actually with WTOV, I believe? Yeah. Oh, yes. So WTOV, we kind of had a relationship with them. And my college did. I went to Bethany College. And we went there a lot yep. just to take trips, you know. And it's a very small station. What, what, kind of, what did that do for you, working at a small station before going to a big station like KDKA? Yeah, it, it was really small. It's a small market, but it was cool because I started interning there my junior year at Point Park. So I was only 20. I just turned 20 and they, I'm a little bit young for my class, <laughs> but so I started interning there and then a week into it, the general manager met with me and he was like, would you like to start working here? I thought he meant after graduation. So I was like, yeah, I would love to, like, I would love to not have to look for a job. And he was like, no, right now there's a position open and <laughs> we'd love to hire you. I was like, oh, wow. So I started working there during my junior year at Point Park. So I had 
my, I scheduled all of my classes. It was a full day from like 8 a.m. until 10 at night, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Those were my two days off from the station. And then I worked every other day. I would drive down and work in Steubenville. So to get that experience at Point Park was amazing, but it was hard because I, every show I anchored, I had to produce it and which taught me a lot about writing and timing of the shows and everything, but every story I reported on, I was a one-man band, so I shot all of them, I edited all of them, I shot myself on camera, so it was definitely challenging, but it taught me everything, and from that job, I went straight to the Penguins, where I had to learn how to edit every segment I did, so thank God, you know, Steubenville (laughs) really trained me for that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think that's something a lot of people don't realize in the news industry is that almost almost every reporter is a one-man band. You're doing everything. You're setting oh, up yeah. your own shot. You're oh. editing your own package. I think that's something that goes oh. past the wayside for a lot of people. Oh, I know. Yeah, a lot of people, like, even I remember when I was telling my grandma about it, like, she, even now, she's like, you write all your own stuff? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's <laughs> That's something that I'm glad that I found out because me being a guy who wanted to be on the like backstage, you know, I wanted to edit all the packages. Then I find out, oh wait, the people are editing the packages are also delivering the packages. And uh oh, like that's where I had to make a decision of Oh yeah. Do I want to be in front of the camera? (laughs) You know? Yeah. But it's hey, it's all fun. (laughs) You you seem to be very comfortable. I I was I was forced to be in front of the camera in college and it's made me comfortable and I'm thankful for it every day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so now let's talk about the Pittsburgh Penguins because you brought it, you brought it up. Um, what was the original like thing there? Were you just thinking, okay, I'm going to go in, I'm going to be the MC. I'm just going to host game nights. Or did you know that you were going to be like doing all this stuff and eventually winning an Emmy for your work? <laughs> <laughs> No, I had no idea. They set me up for success, though. That All the credit goes to them. And, and uh, one of the producers, her name's Megan McManaman. She's amazing. And she was the creator of Penn's Trend. So it all goes to Megan. But yeah, they when I started with them, I, so I auditioned to be the in-arena host only. This was February of 2014. Mm-hmm. Katie O'Malley was leaving. And she was there for a long time. So she was leaving mid-season and I went to audition and I didn't get it. They gave it to another woman. She was actually my hip hop teacher. (laughs) So I I was happy for her because I knew her and I loved her. So her name was Sandy. Sandy finished out that season, 14-15 season. And then, oh wait, I'm I'm sorry, 13-14 season. And then they, I was still working in Steubenville and I got a call from my boss, his name's Rod, in August, and he said, would you be interested in coming back and re-auditioning? Um, Sandy is no longer with us, and, and we'd love to see if, if you would be interested, and I was like, yeah, I mean, they turned me down once. I hope they don't turn me down again, yeah. <laughs> and so I, I went, hold on, Cody, I will pick back up there in two seconds. <laughs> no worries. Hey, Mac, don't worry. There's Mac, my fiance. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, how are you? I'm doing great. He's doing great. Awesome. 
<laughs> so, so anyways, yes. Yeah, so I went in and I re-auditioned and they hired me going into the 14-15 season as um, the Penn's TV host. So I had, I pretty much covered any story the team was doing off the ice, community stories, behind the scenes stories. And then also I hosted Penn's Trends and the Game Day Reports. So I was doing a little bit of everything and a lot of editing. So all of those editing skills in Steubenville, they paid off. Yeah, absolutely. So now that gets me into, you know, the, the, this show originally started as a sports show. I was trying to interview sports, oh. like athletes and just people around sports. So mm -hmm. working in sports, who are some of your favorite athletes to work with? And who are your, some of your favorite athletes Ooh. of all time? Because I mean, I know you're, Ooh. you have to all be from Pittsburgh, right? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, number one to me always is Sidney Crosby. I think it's because of that interview I did with him when I was 13. And from that point on, I like just thought he was everything. <laughs> and But he really is everything that people say he is. He was always so nice to me working at the Penguins. Anytime we ever need anything, he's really nice with the media. And he's, he's just a overall all around really good person. So I, and one of the best talents ever. So he will always be my favorite. Currently, I would, you know, it's all the guys who have been around for a long time for me. So yeah. right now I would say Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin and Chris Letang. I awesome, think, yeah. and I think, I think it's just because I've worked with them and they're really the only ones since I do now mostly game nights, I don't really see a lot of the players. So because I've worked with them doing stories since 2014, I think we know each other. And they're really the, like a lot of the new guys I've never met. I won't even, you know, ever meet or see in the arena. So those three definitely, I would say. But of all time, can I say Sydney again for one of them? <laughs> sure. Why <laughs> <Well>, not? <laughs> We're going to say Sydney again. Um, I would say, you know, I interviewed Paul Coffey when he was in town. and I'm, I'm sticking only to hockey. We'll get into other sports. But I interviewed <laughs> Paul Coffey, and he was in town, I think, just for like an alumni game or something. And he, we did a story with him and Chris Letang because – that was like one of his idols and yeah. it was so I can't even remember what year this was or what season it was but when I got to interview him I really really enjoyed talking to him he was like one of the most memorable interviews that really stood out to me so I would say Paul Coffey is up there Pierre LaRouche will always be one of my favorite people I love him not only I mean I was not around when he played <laughs> but I've seen highlights yeah, <laughs> but knowing him also as a person with the organization and interviewing him on so many community stories, I also really like him. Um, Flurry for sure. I forgot about Mark Andre Flurry, one of my absolute favorites. Um, and then I'll go away from hockey too. Cam Hayward, I yeah. think he's, of course, extremely talented, but he's an even better person. He's such a good person. So I think that's why he's will be my favorite stealer forever. Um, I think that's it. I can't think of any ones 
anybody else that's really coming to my mind right away. So that must be it. Gotcha. So with your dad <laughs> being the sports analyst for KDKA, like, did you guys ever have dinner with any of the athletes, any of the coaches? Did he try to schmooze them at all? <laughs> you know what? I can't say that I have, but he has. He's he's built so many great relationships with players and coaches and, and team owners. So he has, yes, been out with a bunch of it and bunch of them and has many friends close friends that he's developed because of what he does but I cannot say that I have been to a dinner with with any of them or any of the coaches maybe one day well you gotta tell him invite you next time right I know invite <laughs> me next and you you too <laughs> oh, I appreciate it <laughs> so um let's talk about Pittsburgh Today Live because that's something that I like I've moved away from Pittsburgh I now live in New Jersey so I don't get to watch Pittsburgh news all the time when did that start and were you an original host of that so it's oh it's been around for a long time Cody like I think maybe one of the I don't think she was the original host but a woman named Patrice King Brown who was that like the all time if you yeah you would know her she was like the main anchor at KDKA for years she was I mean everybody loved her she was the best she was the host of it at one time I think in the 80s and 90s but Pittsburgh it was always called Pittsburgh Today and it's been around forever I should look at when it first started but I started working on it in um, the summer of 2018 so I got hired to do morning traffic at KDKA in October of 2017 and then going into that summer I started working on Pittsburgh Today Live so it was only me and Heather Abraham at the time and they expanded it a few months later so Heather and David Highfield are the two main hosts and then there's me another girl named Mikey Hood and then Ron Smiley who's the meteorologist but he also yeah. contributes too so it's like the team of five of us and we have so much fun together. We do a little bit of everything. I feel like I'm always eating and drinking or doing new things around town. And I mean, it's, it's such a blast. We do so many fun stories and we cover fun events. So it's every day, Monday through Friday from nine until 10. So you should watch it online, Cody. I should. You're right. <laughs> Absolutely. So with that show, what are some of the wackiest things that you've done? It seems like you guys do a bit of everything. Oh, yes. Oh, the wacky. Well, what's sticking out right now would be I've been in the, I covered the Monster Truck or Monster Jam show. Okay. That comes to the arena every year. So that I got to climb up into the Grave Digger, which was so cool. I mean, it took, it is so high. So I needed a few ladders and lots <laughs> of help to get up there. Um, but that was really cool just to be in there and to ride around a little bit. Now you mentioned now, that. What would be? You mentioned that, and it makes me think of there's a new show on E, the Bradshaw Bunch. You know what? I watched it for the first time like two nights ago just to see what yeah. it was about. I've never watched it before. So that I, I so I have to watch it for work, and there was an oh. episode where Terry Bradshaw got into the grave digger. And he just, he freaked out. He was like, this is too high. It's too small. 
were you a little more comfortable in the grave digger than <laughs> Terry Bradshaw was? I didn't watch that. <laughs> I was pretty comfortable, I would say. Oh, yeah. I felt pretty good up there. I was definitely high. I mean, it was, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I don't mind heights. It was a little intimidating, but I, for sure, I mean, I didn't even watch his episode and I know I handled myself better than he did. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. That's one thing you <laughs> have above Terry Bradshaw. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. Well, I've done so many different things. Something, what did you ask? What was the question again? What was the weirdest thing I did? Yeah, weirdest, wackiest, something that stands wackiest out. Thing. Okay. I need to think about this for a minute. We may have to come back because I know, I know I've done some, I, I mean, I've, I've held a chicken. Is that wacky? <laughs> I mean, was it alive? <laughs> it was, yes. There you it was go. It a live chicken. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I've, yes. We've, oh man, there have just been so many things that we've done. Well, one of my favorite moments. come back to that. Yeah, one of my favorite moments, I watched some highlights. It's, I saw that you hosted an episode just yourself and your dad. You had your whole family on. That was like, that yes. seemed like it was something for you. It was like career and family come full circle. How special that oh was. Oh my gosh. Cody, that was like my absolute hands down favorite moment ever. I never thought that would be able to happen. And last year it was maybe like a week or two before Christmas, everybody had off. So the yeah. producer, Jill was like, it would be so fun if your dad could come in. So he was so excited and it was cool to have the whole family there, but I have always wanted to do something with him and I didn't know what it would be. And I don't, I mean, I still would love to do something with him, um, but I'm not hardcore sports like he is. Like yeah. he, he knows everything, the ins and outs of everything. He could analyze any game. I cannot do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew that like we wouldn't be able to work together in sports but what could we do and that was just like a little taste of it for me I loved that show in that day and I still hope maybe down the road we could even host a YouTube show together a little yes. bit of everything sports entertainment who knows absolutely hey you got a viewer right here I'd watch all of it yes and it, I thought it was Thanks, really awesome Cody. that's that's when I learned that your sister was also in entertainment. Or not entertainment. Yeah, she was. And that's why I thought that moment was so cool for you guys. It's just all of you have worked your whole careers and in the news and reporting, and you were able to all share it in one moment. So that was something, to me, I was like, that's awesome. That's, that's what you Thank what you. work for. It was. Yeah, we always said we, the three of us really wanted to do something like that together. So it was a cool moment. Absolutely. So anything else do I want to talk to you about? I don't know. Anything. So you, you mentioned, <laughs> I kind of caught this whenever we were talking about the Penn's TV stuff and your audition. You said your teacher got the role. Did you say hip hop teacher? Are you a dancer? You picked up on that. Yes. Well, I'm not anymore, but okay. I used to be from, I think my parents put me in dance when I was like two, two until maybe 20. I, I really stopped taking my classes 
during my college years. So I would yeah. say like until 20. But yeah, I my whole life I did tap, ballet, jazz, and hip hop. And I loved to dance so much. I traveled all over and did competitions with my sister. We had so much fun. And then, yes, my hip hop teacher, she was the absolute best. She is so talented. She was the one that got the in arena host first, but I couldn't even be mad because I love her. Yeah. But no, I was, I was awesome. I was like, wait, she say hip hop teacher. I was like, what, <laughs> what is that? So oh, yeah. That oh yes. <laughs> I love it. I love dance. Yeah. My, my dad, he really tried to get Chelsea and I into every sport. We went through everything. He even had private instructors for us. Like one-on-one. -on -one, I remember I had a, private basketball coach a private volleyball coach nothing was sticking Cody I yeah. like to dance <laughs> hey I, your dad he wanted an athlete right <laughs> yeah he is so happy because my fiance Mac loves to golf golf oh, any chance go. he gets and he's really good and so is my dad so I think my dad is just in heaven <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome to hear so to wrap up this interview, I want to first say thank you. It was awesome. But yes, thank you. Yes. So for your whole career, what is, or maybe not your whole career, that's a little ambitious. <laughs> but what is something that you want to do within your career that you have not done yet? Oh, people may laugh at this, Cody, but it is a true genuine dream of mine and I'm actually going to be doing a few new projects coming up in the new year as a spokesperson for a few companies and um one of I've always said like I could really see myself doing videos on QVC and hosting segments on QVC so I'll actually be doing that in the new year which will be really exciting Ooh, awesome but QVC I feel like it's all similar to QVC is very similar to the Hallmark channel I love Hallmark I love they have a show it's kind of like Pittsburgh Today Live called the Home and Garden Show or Home and Family sorry the Home <laughs> and Family Show and <laughs> that airs every day and I always watch it when I can in the afternoon and that like doing something like that would be cool but i am so obsessed with hallmark christmas movies cody i would it is honestly a career dream to like be in these movies and to have like several roles in these movies like absolutely i would love that i would absolutely love that so that is like <laughs> it's so stupid no no absolutely not hey Pittsburgh is such a big, it's starting to be like, they're calling it Hollywood East, right? Hey, they we are. got so many, yeah. so many uh, filmmakers and writers and everybody. Hey, if you're watching this and you make movies in Pittsburgh, get Selena in a movie, okay? Let's do that. Let's get it done. She deserves <laughs> oh, it. Please. I, I love this movie so much. I would love it. I just, I think like Pittsburgh Today Live really introduced me to I don't want to say acting because I'm not an actor. I'm a host, but it introduced me to playing like different roles. Like yeah. I think I'm, I've learned how to do a little bit about a lot of different things. Like you could really put me anywhere. I could talk about anything. I'll learn about it. I'll do anything. So I really like would love to do 
I'm open to anything, Cody. I don't think I would ever say no, no matter, yeah. <laughs> no matter what the assignment was or the role. And I was, we've, I've done so many stories now. I guess I should tell you the background. I've done a lot of stories on PTL with um, a guy named Trevor Donovan, and he's one of the main lead male actors in like every Hallmark movie. Yeah. So doing stories with him and talking to him, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to be on Hallmark. That's awesome. <laughs> so that's the next dream. There we go. Hey, and hey, you work hard enough, you're going to get there. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> you will, trust me. All right. Thank you, Selena, for coming on. I really appreciate it. And good luck to you. Yes. Thanks, Cody. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments. Where bold moves require confident blueprints. Where you can accelerate transformation through consistency. Where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at saic.com slash cloud.